Let's get ready to throw down. Welcome to Sales Throwdown, everybody. We are back. Uh, we are catching up. Uh, Clint had a story that uh, he wanted to talk about. Didn't know if he wanted to spend the whole time on it and because he said, I'm just over it. And Al and I both agreed that if Clint is over something, we need to hear about it. We got it. Yeah. I, yeah, I want gotta, to hear. We got to get into this thing. Go ahead, Clint. Yeah, oh, man. So we've talked about it before. A lot of my, uh, a lot of my project lead times can be a year, right? And, uh, you know, you expect to put in a lot of work, um, when they're in the 10, 15, $20 million range, I don't mind putting in eight, nine months worth of negotiation, you know, is the juice worth the squeeze, right? Um, we're stuck in some weird, uh, with this pandemic, we're stuck in some weird times where you got to make every sale count. And I don't mean to shit on that deal. If it was seven, eight months ago, I probably, honestly, I would have went for the no, got it hard and just backed out. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but I know I can add value to this project. I know that the design that we came up with is the right one for it. And I can't get these people to listen. Um, and I've tried every tactic, everything in the book and eight months, it's been eight months now. Right. And now we're down to where they have to make a decision and they haven't yet. And I think we're there, right. We've got commitments. We've got verbals. We're definitely using you guys. I appreciate the time, but you know, a week goes by again and it's like, all right, when, when's the deal going to be done? Oh, it's next week. We're making our decision. And then, you know, I, so I wait the week and, you know, I, I give them their space a little bit at this point and it's like, Hey, you know, what's the deal? Oh, you know, we just couldn't come up with that decision today. What, call me next week, you know? And I know you guys would say like, Hey, typically they're, you know, that's a very like, they, they just don't want to tell you no. However, I have a little inside information and I drive past the place almost every day and I know they haven't made a decision because it's not being put in yet. Right. The dirt works done, the buildings up, they're waiting to make this decision. Plus I know all my vendors and uh, they haven't sold the equipment for it yet. Right. So the deal's not dead. It's eight months gone by and it's just, it's grueling. But the worst part about it to me is that this is a, $450,000 deal. So it, it's not bad. It's great. We need it. You know, the, I'm not, I don't want to throw this away and I don't want to downplay it at all, but six months ago in a different atmosphere, different market, different mentality, I would have dropped this one like a bad habit. And this is, you know, so it, it's tough for me to kind of get deep down in my soul of things that I normally wouldn't do to make this happen. And and I'm there and I'm, I'm, I'm done with it. I don't even want to hear, I, I've changed the name of the project twice to like project Ohio and project X, just so I don't have to say the words anymore. But it's not dead. It's still there. And uh, you know, there's still lifeblood in it. And uh, <laughs> man, it's just one of them deals. Yeah, how, big, guys? how big a company is this? Um, you know, I know the project's 450. What size company are you doing the project for? So, so I will tell you, it's a, it's a church, right? And it's a, Oh, it's a well, there you go. Yeah. And so, so it's kind of tough, right? They don't have income coming in right now, but they've already yeah. started, they started the project before they broke ground before. And I know that the money's there. It's been approved. I, I do have that information. Like they've got the bank loan. That's fine. Um, they're a pretty big organization. They've got, 
six or seven campuses right around the area. So they're not without, right? They can do the project. The money's not the issue. Um, They hired a, they hired a general contractor to um, manage and oversee this project. And they've more or less, they've fallen short on performance. Mm. And I, I think that they're just not the right people to do the job. And so me being me, I've given them all kinds of options to get around using them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Hey, you can hire us direct. I don't care. I, I'm, I'm not in it to make friends here. Let's just get this job done for you. <laughs> because I do know that, you know, one of the things that's so enticing, the reason I stay in this so hard is because they have four more of these happening again. Right. Well, that was going to so be I, my next question is what, is yeah. there some re- reoccurring revenue? Yeah. Yeah. And okay. I think that if you, if you, if you please them once, it's a, it's a, the rest, just a yeah. write a check for the next four. So, you whoa, know, whoa. Hey, Hey, you're a Christian. Hey, have you used the say, Jesus? I didn't have you say used, it was a Christian did, church. Did, <laughs> <laughs> well, you use the word church. So, uh, so, so my question is then, is it Jesus or Muhammad that should be telling you what direction y'all need to go? At this point, I'd take advice from both. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well said. So let's talk about it, right? The, um, so, yeah. the so the first question then becomes: Do you care about this thing if you have more in your pipeline? Um, I, I honestly, I wouldn't pay as much attention to it, and I wouldn't give it the. Um, as a matter of fact, I actually was talking to the customer Friday, and I and I said, my pride will not let me let you walk off of this project and me not doing it at this point. And she, and she kind of laughed and she's like, she's like, I understand your frustration. I said, no, frustration was three months ago. I, I mean, at this point, like I've invested so much time and so much effort in this project. I'm not willing to let this go. So we will come to an agreement, you know? And she was like, Hey, I, I'm telling you it's yours. I just can't cut you the check now. I'm like, well, you know, and I didn't say it, but you know, that's what you said three months ago. Right. So it's like, I either gotta, you know, how you much gotta, of this you is frust- get it. How, how much of this is frustration that it's not going on your timeline? Oh, a lot of it, right? Okay, a lot of it because um, because of the times that we're in. I was gonna say know, the times. I, I'm for, I'm that that is con- constantly in my projections week after week after week after and then quarter. You no, know, now we're talking quarter after quarter, and at some point, you know, you got because if this was. So for me, I'm dealing with this, this one direct, um, a guy that I let go was managing this account eight months ago. I let him go. So I picked up his accounts. Um, if this was another one of my sales guys, I would say, guys, get that. What are you doing? Why does this keep projecting? Get the no and move on. And, uh, and I, and I struggle with that in my own, in my own mind, because if I was telling me, I'd tell me to drop it Yeah. and I'd be wrong. Have you worked with any church or organizations like nonprofits like this before? Sure. Okay. Do do you see a trend? Okay. Say you were going to Exxon to build something for them. Let's take the you know top shelf. And do those two accounts? Do you manage them differently, or do they manage themselves differently? Yeah. Yeah, it's a good question because uh, you know I I always laugh because as a matter of fact, I was just hitting on this point doc uh, Friday it was you know with some other people in the office it's like I've dealt with 15 million dollar projects with big corporations that do this stuff every day right you you sit down you go over the plans with them this is what we're going to do they say okay 
I can't have you at 15 million even, but 14.95 would work. And I say, you know what, deal, sign the papers. 20 minutes, you're in and out of the conversation. $15 million, like it's nothing, right? But this one's going on eight months and this is, you know, but the, but the thing is, and to your point is we're dealing with people's money, right? We're dealing with collection plate money. We're dealing with uh, some, some bank funding that they might not be able to get as easy as the Exxon's and the, you know, these mm-hmm. big companies. So, so yeah, it's completely different. You got to treat them with a little more kid gloves. You got to help them along the process. They don't do this every day, but we do. Um, yeah. So very, very different process. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, good when, luck. I mean, in a certain sense with just being able to navigate their, you know, like you said, just their new, th- that they don't have, this isn't an everyday occurrence for them. So sure. Right. I can see where it's, you know, it's under, it's, it's easy to understand their hesitation. So now that you understand it and it seems like you framed it pretty well, I mean, yeah, you got it. I mean, how do you move and past it? And, and the other side of it too is, um, when you get that many, I'll say chiefs, right, on the the board or the deacons or whoever's making the decision, plus you have these general contractors, plus you have, you know, uh, probably a church decision at some point um, when you probably got five or six people sitting in that church that have friends that do what I do. And, hey, why mm. don't you use my buddy, John? Why don't you use my, you know, my cousin, Billy? You know, there's a little bit of that playing into it too, right? So, you know, I, I know last week I was, I'm, I, I knew, I know my competition and it's funny because my competition in this job is completely different in the jobs. Like you're talking about doc on the upper scale. Mm-hmm. And I, and I, in my head, I'm thinking these guys aren't competition. If you go to their website, which they don't have one, you know, <laughs> it's a picture of their house on Yelp. Right. And that's okay. And I'm not knocking anybody for that. Right. But at the same side, when it goes South, you know, mm. this is a pretty big organization. What are you going to do? I'm backed by, you know, $25 million umbrellas to, to do these jobs. That's why we are who we are. And, and so, so that's a little frustrating, right. Is to say that you're putting me in the same ballpark as this person. But, um, and I know John, you struggle with that in the opposite sometimes, right? So I do. My, my question to you right now is, uh, are you, are you inventing a monster under the bed? Like, like, do you know that they're like, like, not like taking heat, but like taking some pressure to like use someone from like inside the congregation as opposed to you guys, or is uh, that I, I, just like a concern? So, so I, I guess it's a concern because I've dealt with this in the past. Right. And that's always like, I've lost jobs and I'm like, well, who, you know, and I'll call up later. Who, who did you that job? How'd it go? Oh man, it went terrible. I'm like, well, <laughs> who'd you use? You know, oh, we used you know, Jack's cousin, Phil, that had a, you know, he did it on his off time and it took 19 months to build. I'm like, we told you to do it. We do it in three months, you know, like this is why you, you use it. So, so I do have those concerns. Um, I, I've heard little, I, I listen to every word that people are telling me and I, and I try to extract that information. And I got a little hint of that the other day when it was, when I heard, uh, well, we're waiting on a bid um, to come back. I was like, guys, you've had, multiple bids of mine for three, four or five months. I keep renegotiating. I keep redesigning. I've got engineering time in this. Like, and I made them sign an NDA to say, you're not taking any of my designs and sharing, which they, which they totally could have. Right. And, mm-hmm. and I would, I would be none the wiser. It's just a legal thing. And at some point though, like um, they, they hit on like, oh, I'm waiting on this bid from so-and-so and, and uh, he's busy right now. 
I'm like, so he's so busy that he can't get you a bid. How do you expect the construction to go, right? Mm. When you need this mm. done tomorrow. So, <laughs> well, so I throw well, those things okay. out there. So, so you spoke to them directly yeah. about that, right? About your oh, suspicion I, yeah. that this, this guy may not be large enough sure. or not be the right fit. So, okay. Yeah. So you asked some and, hard and I questions. Told him, I said, look, Look, th those guys are no doubt going to be cheaper than me, but there's a reason they're cheaper than me, and it's not just because they don't do good work. I'm not saying that. My thing is they don't have high overheads and people to put on this job when the time comes, and that's what you're going to run to. That's why they can't get you this bid right now. Well, no, here's what happened. I, I think I, I kind of understand your dilemma, man. Home Depot has been backed up on their equipment rentals. These mm -hmm. guys just can't – you know, they can't get a backhoe, bro. I, mean, <laughs> I thought Al was being super serious and he's just over yeah. here making jokes. Um, so, uh, and Clint, the, it, did you say it the way that you said it to us just now? No, probably, no I, okay. I got a lot more, uh, you know, I love you voice in there. Well, I mean, it's just that it's just that whole like like telling telling it as a story, you know, Clint. A lot of people that we talk to feel some pressure to may, maybe use some sort some sort of connection that's going to be cheaper. When when that's happened, sometimes it doesn't happen at the quality level that they're expecting. What's more important to you? Yeah, it's it's a good it's a good point. I do I do know when I was talking to her on Friday, it was like, look, guys, and, and I had, I think I was on speakerphone with a couple of people in the room, and I just said, you know, guys, here's the deal: is you know. I know we can do this job. I know we can design it for you. I know we can build it for you. I know we can meet the timelines that you're asking for. And we've met your price. I Help me understand. I'm a little confused why we haven't pulled the trigger on this. And it was just kind of silence for a good couple minutes. And I let it go. I actually put the phone down and like just kind of went back to my emails. Because I knew that was going to be a big bomb in the room, right? Pull the trigger or don't. And it was just kind of and, – and I – when they came back and they were like, well, the deal is, is that it's a church decision. I said, Hey, I completely understand. Um, that's not a problem for me, but I will tell you that right now that project is slated to go in this month to this month. And I'm holding guys to do this project because you've given me a verbal. If you're not going to let me do this project, you need to tell me now so I can find other work for these guys. Otherwise, the impact is greater than just me losing a sale. Yeah. And so that's, that's a, that was a little, probably the most intense that I'd been with them in the last month or so to where it was like, okay, we need to make a decision. Now, who, do you, who are you talking to when you're you know, getting your information? So this person is the, um, the project uh, director uh, for the general contractor. Okay, but it's not a member of the church. You're just nope. asking they, them, they and then they got to go back and speak. Yeah, they're the they're the middle per party. You know, they take everything, present it, and you hope. And this is where the information that you give, and if you give it in the right um, sense, and you give it in the right tonality, and you make everybody feel good, they're going to take that message with them to the board members, right? But if you don't they're taking that bad message for you. So you got to rely on everything you say to these people to be translated mm. upwards. Sure. And, and that's tough. That's the great, a great thing that you just said, always be cognitive of who you're talking to and who they're going to talk to. That's so important because that happens all the time in business. So that, that was a really good point. Clint, Clint I, I have a question. If, uh, 
you said that, that this one is important because there's going to be three more after this. Mm -hmm. They're all going to Possibly, be about, yeah. about the same price range. Probably. Okay. So that's a lot of like ifs and, and hopes, right? I mean, Absolutely. It, it seems like you're doing a lot of effort to land this one job and then kind of hoping that the other jobs are also going to be. Yeah. To be honest with you, I, I don't care about the other jobs. Right. I, I'm stuck in this one person. This is, this is you just have to win matter. this one. Yeah. And, and this is a personal thing for me at this point, because um, typically I'm not involved in the day-to-day -day sales aspect, more of the back end um, paperwork, you know, uh, estimating, making sure all the paperwork signed that we did a good estimate, make sure that we got pricing from everybody. You know, there's sales guy out there that, that does that. And this one just happened to fall on my lap. Cause like I said, I let a guy go and this one is still a live deal. And um, instead of transferring that to a new sales guy, they had met me multiple times. So I stayed involved and there is a little, there, I won't say a little bit. There's a lot of pride involved in me closing this one for my own self, right? Professionally, personally all of it um, but at the same time there's a lot writing on this because that just happens to if if i just sold this last month i would have met my goal for the month because i was projected to do that and i will i will say that there's just not that many deals out there right now during this whole deal this covid deal to um, project things as a 85 percent probable and then watch it push month to month to month, right? And that's what I'm doing with this job. And, and it's tough, right? It's tough as a, as a sales leader. It's tough to project that to your president, to project a corporate. Like that's not something that I typically do. I'm the first one to, that, that deal hasn't, you know, had any movement in a month, get it out of here. If you, if they didn't pick up the phone to give you a no, get it off there. You know, so I, I'm, I'm constantly wiping things and this one is lagging. And it's probably because I'm dealing with it personally. I got it. I got it. You get Jess and Gussie those kids up next Sunday. You're in the front pew, yeah. baby. Front <laughs> pew, man. And oh, no, no, no. It, it doesn't stop there. And then when they have the little cookies and donuts and the social, that's your arena. You're making the rounds, man. You're, you're like, hey, what about that project? Hey, man, that blank look. You start bringing them up to speed about what all the good work that's being done by this church and how you want to get involved and Let's roll our sleeves up and go extra deep today on the collection because hey. we got a project and need some funding. Oh, Look, I, and, and, I, and I know you're, I know Al's joking right now. I'm I being dead you, serious. He's being dead in, serious. In a, probably. <laughs> in, a, in a prior life before um, a lot of stuff that we've done here and worked on and talked about. I've done a far. I've done a lot worse things than that. <laughs> I, knew, I, I knew there was. A, I, I to make a sale. He's going to come through and tell a similar tale of having gone yeah. down that route. I have done far worse than sitting in church. Oh, uh, so funny. And I'll tell you, I didn't feel good about it then, and I don't feel good about looking back on it. But I will tell you, uh, there, there's the right way to do certain deals and the wrong way to do them. I, I man, I, I don't, I, I, you are right. I, you are right. So, um, a, lo a long, long time ago, uh, working in a bank and I was trying to get some people to, to get How some investment stuff. Okay. Huh? Yeah. A long time ago. And, <laughs> uh, this is like in 2012, Alice is maybe, maybe about a year old. And this older couple comes in and we're doing what we're chatting and I haven't learned any of this stuff, right? I, I'm just chasing a sale. And, uh, and, 
they see her picture and they're like, well, how old your daughter? And I'm like, I'm like, oh, you know, she's about this old. And they're like, okay, you know what? You need to get her in church before she's three. And I'm kind of like, okay. And then mentally part of me is like, oh, these people will buy from me if we, if I present this like version. And I was like, oh, you know, you know, we're, we're not really in church. And they're like, well, why not? And then I felt this pressure, which I didn't even need to like do at all. I could just not pick up this conversational bomb that's like now at my feet. And uh, I remember leaving, they left and I was like, uh, no, I'm never going through this, this thing yeah. again. I felt dirty and grimy. And then, you know, they didn't buy, which is fine, you know, looking back on it now. But uh, uh, yeah, I got done. I was like, that's just not necessary. I shouldn't have to do that. Well, it, it, you know, it's a good, it's a good thing to talk about this because um, there's a lot of people out there and especially in desperate times like we're in that people are going to do a lot of things that you can't control. Let's just say it's your competition. They're going to do things under the table and shady, or, you know, one of the things that I find right now that a lot of people are doing is, you know, publicly traded versus, versus privately held companies or independent companies, right? Those, some people can afford to do jobs at cost to keep the lights on for so long, right? Mm -hmm. Some people have to project their earnings to a corporation like myself and they don't care about what you're going through. They want to see earnings and positive numbers. Right. And so there, there's a thing going on right now, especially in Houston where I think a lot of the, my competition is out there because they're not, you know, big corporations. They are taking jobs at cost, which I, I mean, I can come down some, but I, I still have to make some money. Right. I still have to, I still have to answer to a board of directors that's a nationwide company, right? Um, so I can I can drop some margins at some point to get you know, and I, and I'm kind of going off on a, a tangent here, but you know there is a point where the less revenue you bring in, the overhead skyrockets and your costs start going through the roof because you don't have overhead. And we had that meeting here about two weeks ago, and it's probably the best meeting I've ever had financially. Um, to where it's like, guys, at what point do the graph numbers start to go in the opposite directions that we don't want it to go? We still have to sell some work. I can't sell them at the margins I did six months ago. Um, and the less I sell, the more my costs drive through the roof because I don't have revenue coming in the door. Mm -hmm. um, so you do have to make some decisions um, and they have to be, they have to be for the better, not today decisions, but six months down the road decisions a year from now. You know, for me, I, I have $15 million in backlog. Why that may sound like a great number. If I don't keep the lights on to get to the backlog, yes. it won't matter. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? So, Absolutely. so there's big decisions to be made in these troubling times. Yeah, we're, we have the same thing where we're seeing a lot of the surgeries that we would be doing through the, for, through, through the surgical supply side. They're out there. We know they've been scheduled, but then they get put on hold or or the patient says, well, I can't take family members, so I don't want to be there alone. So the back pain hasn't gone away. The problem is it could, and now we're at the last six months, which is our sweet spot. Deductibles are paid. But will that six months, will we be able to slide them in there before the next year turns? And now we've got deductibles again. And so we, from the surgical side of things, it's, it's the same game. How long, you know, we got, just got to wait it out because they're still there. They're still on the docket. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but but uh, but is, is are my employee costs gonna take you know take too much out of me? My you know my my structure, 
I mean, the supplies come from a bigger group than myself. So, you know, yep. you know I, I'm assuming and, they'll and be I, solvent in six months, but yeah. And, and to your point, the customers, in my case, the customer, in your case, the patients, they don't give a shit who sells the equipment to the surgeon yeah. or yeah. sells the, 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 does the, the HVAC job, right? They don't care. Right. Right. They're still going to be there with a need. And so is these people from the church that are in, in a year from now, they're still going to have the need that they need this building. Right. Right. And when their cash flow pops back up, the people that outlasted the pandemic are going to be there to build this stuff. And I, at some point you got to think I've got to get to there. Let to me ask the you this. So the general contractor, does he have a sense of urgency or do you find that he's a little lackadaisical on the, well, on the yeah, whole bit? And, and that's kind of the whole problem here is that, um, well, you made all the decisions, right? You hired the, the dirt work guy, you hired the landscaper, you hired the steel building guy, you hired the roofer, you hired the electrician, you hired the plumber. And it's taken you eight months to hire this guy. And, and I just have a gut feel. And, and it's a strong one that's usually backed by a lot of other things. I call it a gut feel, but you've got a lot of reasons that you have that feeling, right? Mm -hmm. And I, I, I think there's some shady underhanded stuff going on um, that I can't compete with and I'm not mm -hmm. going to compete with. That's mm -hmm. why it goes so hard for the no for the last, you know, three or four months is just tell me I don't have this so I can walk away. Right. Mm -hmm. If you're going to take a brown bag of money under the table and I'm not saying that's what it is. My gut tells me it is. Mm -hmm. If you're going to take the brown bag of cash so that you can, you know, because it's just as bad for you as anybody you're going to take that money and go pay off some debt and hire it and do the, the you know, your customer a disservice uh, by hiring mm. a shitty person. I can't compete with that. And I'm not going to try no way, no how. Yeah. And I think, uh, I think you know exactly what you're supposed to do, man. Like, oh, like I do. you know, you're, you're not, you're not letting yourself because you're tied up in this whole thing emotionally, right? You need to win this deal yeah. because you've been, dealing with all this stuff um yeah I mean, but at the same time but at the same time like if i know like i said earlier if, if this was anybody else in my company bringing this constantly month after month after month um i would tell them guys you're chasing a pipe dream get off of this thing let it go and if it pops back up in six months from now it's something that we didn't have in the pipeline and it's a win-win congratulations you just you know you just outdid yourself but in this deal, I know too much information. I know too many players in the game personally, and I know some information that I probably shouldn't to keep me involved. And uh, and that's where it gets tough. Well, Bro. That, that this time, you, you know, you keep – that's twice now that you stated you would have told whomever, I'm not going to do this. Well, this is a different time. Now, the, the – Biggest problem is how long is this time going to be, you know, and nobody knows. And that's, you know, how long do you go? Oh, okay. Yep. It's okay. You know, I will say that I have been bitten, bitten hard um, by me telling people to go get rid of this job too quickly. 99% of the time it works for me well, because I get it off the radar. We go chase something else. We dive into that one. We don't get it. Who cares? Move on. Um, to be honest with you, that's how I've, in my mind, that's how I've driven success in, in my businesses. Get rid of all of the stuff that you just, you, look, it's been on the pending list for a month. You called, I called them, you called them. They didn't answer. They won't even answer our, our emails. They're not going to give you a $6 million job. They won't even answer your phone call. 
drop this thing, man. And if it does come back around, great. We just add it to, you know, we add it again and, and no harm, no foul, but we can't project this month over month. And, and I will say that I, I got bitten uh, in the last year pretty hard by one of my sales guys that brought a job in. I said, God, this is city funding. This is a senior living housing. Like this is the bottom of the barrel construction for us. How are we ever going to compete in this? Like just drop this thing. And it kept coming back. And I kept seeing it on the list again, over and over. I kept seeing it in the projections. Like, man, you need to find something else. And so finally the guy drops it in December. We go on Christmas break. He comes back and he hands me a freaking signed contract for the price. I'm like, he's like, eat your words, buddy. I'm like, God, but there's something to that, right? Did I push him so, did I push him so hard that he went to get it off his list and he actually made the sale or did he get lucky? I don't, I don't know. But the point is, is like, after I saw that, that reverse side of things, it's like, it's so hard for me to know the information that I know and just close the book. Then don't man, get out through dress shoes Get all pressed up, baby, and get on that front row. I, 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 licked, the, I licked the end fingers and slicked back my eyebrows. Cliff, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, if, if, how would you like it if you were working for some guy who was very much of a uh, don't do as I say or, or don't do as I do, do as I say kind of leader? Well, yeah, but that's why I'm here and they're not. <laughs> no, that's messed up. That's messed up. I'm just joking. <laughs> wow, what a vice president statement to make. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I knew you guys would like that one. <laughs> I was going to say, wow. Uh, okay, um, Mr. No, vice president. But I, but I will tell you that that does, that does bother me. It bothers me that, I, that I'm even talking. About. That's why, to be honest with you, when I was talking about it, I was like, man, I just really don't want to talk about this anymore because uh, – it's a, it's a constant conversation in this office, like, oh, the, the church again. And I'm, that's why I said I renamed it like three times in different projects because I can't <laughs> even hear the, hear the name anymore, you know? And, oh, and uh, man. you gotta, you gotta, you gotta put this thing on, on autopilot and get the hell out from under it, man. Like this thing is, th- this thing is confiding you and taking away all the greatness that makes Clint really, really good at, at being a salesperson. I, I guess if I had, yeah, and it, it's tough because I've been I've been out of the sales game for a little bit, um, in like the day to day actual, like going out, getting jobs, bringing them in, running them from you know, ground up to to close. Um, I've been out of that for a, for a minute, and now with this whole deal going on, it's kind of like okay, you know, we hired you to turn this around. You you fired half the company. Let's now, you know, now you got to do something. And it was like oh, okay. So, I so love I love so much how you have sabotaged yourself into this whole thing, right? So let's cut out yeah, some of these guys and then, oh, let's not run the regular process. I'm going to run this one because I'm so good. <laughs> and then you're just adding all of this weight on oh, top yeah. and on top and on top of yourself. And now you're just like, you're just pushing this like boulder up the thing, just like Sisyphus. And it's like almost there. And then it's going to reform yep. at the base of the thing. Call back next hey, week. Baby, I don't have a check for you. We, you know, man, we all have our faults, and uh, this has been mine, you know. Uh, we're not well, perfect but, by any means. But, you know, the, the, and, and maybe there's a lesson in that, that, you know, we, as educated and as aware as we think we are, man, it is not very difficult to slip back into a bad oh, habit or yeah. succumb <laughs> given other pressures, right? Not, yep. not in a normal world, but the one that we just fell into man, it has put pressure on some very successful people that are used to a certain level 
of success in sales, therefore income levels, therefore businesses and, you know, your stature inside your corporation. I mean, there's a lot of things that are just getting ripped to shreds right now. So, so maybe us just being honest about some of the, you know, shit we should be doing differently, right? And stuff that's just got us, our goat, is, you know, hopefully it helps people out there understand that this is widespread, man. It is, yeah. it, you know, it may not be you. It may be a certain situation, but here's what happens. You've got to be a new you. You've got to figure out what your new move is that outpaces all of the crap that we're dealing with right now. Because you know what? Yeah. Nan, Nan would have closed this deal already. Most likely. <laughs> oh, oh, wait a second. Bible hey, in know, hand, Nan would have been on the table. You need to get Nan. You, you, you need to bring to in. Up there. Yeah, you need, you need to call in a ringer, bro. Just like, whoop, whoop. And like Nan hops on a bus and she's down there in a couple of days do, doing her thing. <laughs> on, on a yeah. bus. <laughs> Nan's, like, Nan's on Greyhound with a sack. I don't know how anybody gets down. anywhere anymore. Like, <laughs> so, so the problem is, John, is that I'm supposed to be the ringer, right? That's the struggle. <laughs> Dude, you have put yourself into a game you can't win right now. Yeah, maybe. You know, you know the other. Monday, Clint. I'll be there Monday. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> yep and and that's a you know that's the there's a there's a small struggle in there too with uh, with i think a, with with everybody is that and i and i hit on it all the time is you can't buy the book that says do these 10 things and be this thing you just, it doesn't work guys they're, I, I say it all the time they're guidelines we all make mistakes the guy at the oh, yeah. for, top of the fortune 50 company is like you think he doesn't make mistakes. You're crazy. He just knows how to cover it up really well. And you never find out about it. Right? Sure. But you know, that's why, that's why I love this. Uh, I love this premise of this podcast and the different personalities because we make mistakes. We are human. We are, we do this yeah. every day and trust me, we're not, the, we're not perfect. I would yeah. never tell you ever. And even that's, this is being high corner D and being me. I would never sit down in front of you. This is how you have to do it. Don't do it any other way, but this way. I'll give you options of what I think, but to tell you over anybody, you know the situation best, and for me to tell you that this is how you do it is crazy because there's honestly there's ten ways to make the the same situation that I'm dealing with right now. There's ten ways to make this work, ten different ways at least yeah. with with multiple personalities. So well, so I, I just don't get hung up on that. Yeah, like. If you duplicated the, this exact situation 10 times, and A, if you change the person that Clint has the relationship with to different personalities, that's going to open yeah. up other, you know, so there's so much, you know, we you can learn as much as you want to about all of this stuff. But the thing that I really love about sales is that there is a, there's a time at the table component, right? Just like, you know, you can read about poker, but like, until you go sit down at that table, like, like you're not going to understand the pacing of that game, right? If you, you can read all the jujitsu books, all the Kung Fu books, but like until you go spar and like you feel pressure and you feel what it's like to get punched, like you're not ready for that, right? So yeah. you can't, you can't just learn all this stuff in a vacuum. You have got to, you've got to be out there, you know, practicing and, you know, drilling and, you know, trying to improve. That's really yeah. I've, I've never, I've never done anything in my life that I just grabbed the knowledge from a book or a video or somebody teaching me. And did it once and was perfect at it ever repetition in everything. I mean, everything, whether it's shooting, uh, shooting rifles down range, if it's golfing, if it's even, you know, the construction work that I've done, woodworking, I've made so many mistake, mistakes in woodworking 
built this table. I, I wish I could have built that better this time. Yep. And the next time you do it a little bit better. And the next time it's like, oh, this is fantastic. I wish I'd have done that the first time. It's in everything. Yeah. I, I don't know any aspect of life that repetition isn't make, doesn't make you great. And I, I love that so much because like I get really hyped up about refinement and practice and like looking at this, like how could I improve and stuff like this. And I don't really find that same eagerness in, in most people. But what I found is that if you have like a hobby that, you know, you can improve at measurably, right. Whether it's, you know, Kung Fu or martial arts or woodworking or anything, right. That, that hunger of like, I could do that better next time. I could do that better next time. Right. And that, that same idea has got to be into yourselves. Well, I learned from that one. I'm not going to make that mistake again. This needs to be part of my qualification process next time. There's, there, it's impossible to be, to be perfect in the moment, right? Because you can only perform at the level of training. And if you've never seen something before, you're not going to know how to deal with it. And that's okay. You don't know what you, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. Well, okay, John, you brought up a really good point that I want to go back to when you said that, you know, if you have a hobby or something that you like to do that really you put a lot of effort into guys out there, um, sales is not easy right? It is a very difficult job that a lot of people try and a lot of people fail at. But it, you know, I like to cook, right? So when I have a recipe, I'll do it, you know, according to the recipe that maybe I read, but as I go along, I'm tasting this, I'm, I'm deciding, do I want more of this flavor or more of that flavor to suit my own palate? And so take, if anybody does, and I know Clint Goss and you do Kung Fu and Nan, you know, is an organizer and, and, you know, she's got all these different things that she goes out and does for other people and decorating and so forth. You know, if you take that same level of passion and understanding that you've come back into a room and Nan will rearrange something, right? Or, hey, in my office, it needs to go this way. Or, Clint, you hit a golf ball and you're like, shit, I got to correct for that. Guys, sales is no different. You know, take anything that you have a true passion, a true love, something that you do outside of sales, take that same formula with some of the nuances we're giving you and to be on the lookout for personality traits, ways to talk to people, problems they'll have, answers they'll want, and, and do the same thing. And this will not be the grind that it is for you today. Right? Agree. And, and I'll tell you, I want to tie some of the stuff we've talked about into, into that a little bit because John hit on something that we, we kind of passed over and it was the different personalities on the other side of the, uh, of the sale, right? Personalities or uh, business structure that they're in and they don't quite understand what you're trying to do. Um, the other half of the equation is, I would say, more important than your own side. You know, understanding what they want, what they need, how to give it to them, how to present it to them, who that person is that presents it to them is way more important than anything in your own head, right? And, and we kind of passed over that a little bit, but even to the point of like Doc's analogy of cooking, you, you put salt in it and pepper and cayenne pepper and some spicy shit, and I don't like spicy shit. I'm not going to like your food, right? It's all about who you're delivering the food to. So Agreed. You know, I mean, there's so much that weighs on the other okay. side of the equation. Here's what you just hit on, too. You demystify the equation. When I have guests over, I want to know what their palate looks like because I can modify. And we and sometimes when I cook, I set some of the condiments out so you can make a decision. Mm -hmm. I've got the starter here if we're doing salads. So take that 
and demystify it, right? Whatever screwed up your golf shot, whatever the jujitsu grab man grabbing man from back to front, whatever's mystical there. Oh, what is that? You're like, I need some, I need some answers. Um, are, you, are you talking? Are you talking about the Navy doc? <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about the Marine Corps. That flag, all those, all those guys under deck. You know, Whoa, are we there yet? That's that's SOP to grab other guys from behind in the Navy. I think. <laughs> no, we get a lot right, of this. All stuff. right, all right, back on track. Come on. Yeah, all right, hey, I won't tell but, you about going to Chow then. At, at okay, let's not. No, it's it's we a need good to wrap point, up too, you know, because like What's, just just last last week I made uh, we had some family down. I made a big brisket and all I did was smoke the brisket. I put it out. I I presented tacos, buns. Eat it regular. Here's six barbecue sauces. Do whatever you guys want to do. I made the I made the structure. Have fun with it, right? And, there you uh, go. If you know, I, I think it's a good analogy. I think it works in in everything that we do. Sales sales is the same way. You got your bag. You've got your audience. You guys, use the tools. Demystify it for yourself and for them, right? And 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 if you'll demystify it for your for your client or the prospect then the then it'll demystify for you too yeah. right and, and and that's a good point too because you know i could have easily said hey what kind of barbecue sauce do you like you like sweet or spicy and they just said sweet i put the sweet out i don't put the spicy out what's the point right why put the spicy out if nobody's going to eat it you, you know do you guys like corn or beans i like beans okay we're making beans then why would i make corn i mean ask the questions get in there get deep into the conversation know who you're talking to so important. Okay. We say it every week, but it's the truth. The law of identity. Knowing. John, are you trying to break this down? We're talking about beans and brisket. Well, no, because I think, I think there's a lesson here, right? <laughs> when you can't ask the questions and be okay with what, with what you're trying to optimize for, right? So like this, this church, you know, that you're dealing with, are you trying to get this yeah. thing done with like the quality level? Or are you trying to get it done for as cheap as possible? Okay. No. So, yeah, no. So I will tell you, so kind of going back to the smorgasbord, uh, analogy of you know putting food out on the table like i couldn't get an answer out of them what do you want what do you like and all they wanted all they wanted to hear what i finally got out of and and i did this um i did this pretty well you know i presented them like seven options here's the price range from a to to f right and what do you guys want to do well i like e and i like uh i like c okay what's the commonality between the two? Oh. I noticed it's the same manufacturer. Are you guys telling me you only like this manufacturer of equipment? Yeah, we only know that equipment. Boom. Okay, so from now on, I'm only speaking in that language. I'm not going to try to give you a bunch of options. What's the point, yeah. right? You only wanted to hear that. So in my proposal letters from then on out, in big, bold, all caps, underlined, italicized in red, was that manufacturer's name. Why else would I – why would I put anything else? Agreed. Agreed. So, the, yeah, think- that – that is a that that's a nugget right there guys don't it ain't about you it is about your client and we all know that but do we practice that or do we by default try to you know get a little you know conversion going on to something that maybe with a bigger margin or you know again don't get too salesy on these things not here now man meat and potatoes meat and potatoes keep the lights on yeah well, guys, uh, we're at 38 minutes, and this has oh, been perfect. Yeah, awesome. pretty solid. So let's um, – so my – okay, I'm going to start, and we're going to go backwards. Clint, you should drop like this it. deal. 
drop this deal, go get other ones, take all this pressure off of yourself. You're allowed to like miss a deal because you know what? Let's call this exactly what it is. If you had been sourced, if you had sourced this deal, as opposed to picking it up and trying to save it, it would have gone completely different and you wouldn't be in the spot. You are, you are not under the pressure of this deal. Drop it and go get other ones. Nan, what do you got? We're going, we're going backwards. You'll get your turn now. Well, I was just going to say to prepare to be beneficial. So, you know, don't, don't waste your time. It's kind of like running a marathon. You've got to prepare. In other words, you got to train and then you get to do. So I think I, 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 I don't, I disagree. I really think that Clint is in a different time. He's prepared. Maybe I, I don't know. I mean, I think, I think he's going to be okay. I think it's going to work out, Clint. Man, look at all that hope. I love it. Al? Oh, <laughs> no, baby. I got Man, you drill down. You get that Sunday best out. You're around the chilling up. You bring a covered dish yeah. that, you know, and you roll right into that front row. And hopefully it's a charismatic church where you got a lot of this going on and some dancing <laughs> in the aisles, a lot of chorus lines to keep running over and over again. And you shout to the rooftops. AC baby HVAC HVAC. <laughs> I, I like it. I, I will tell you, um, man, I'm with you. Um, this deal is not dead. And just out of spite, I promise you, I will. I'm going to show the proposal letter signed. Oh, look at it. Look, dude. Like and, and baby, not doing anything. And, and I'm going to I'm going to rip my shirt off with that Superman tattoo on my chest. You don't even you don't even have to rent a bobcat for this hole you're digging on yourself, man. This is awesome. This is so great. No, no, this is beautiful, man. We're we're keeping track of this. And hey, I challenge everybody else to bring yeah. a difficult project, something that's just kicking your ass. I want one from the the, the three of us. Clint's got his. And let's talk about this stuff in real time as it moves forward. Not if, not belabor it, but come back to Clint. How's the church project going? Right. So and signed, done. We start tomorrow. So real right, quick, right. If you're listening to this and you know Clint, and you're connected to him, reach out to him and ask him where this deal is. Like I don't care when you're listening to this thing. Pick up your phone, text the guy, send him an email. Like. Hassle I love it. it this is good. This is the way you get it done. He wants this pressure I'm, on himself. Let's just add on guys, to it. Hold him accountable. Guys, I'm, I'm scared this much. Double goose <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. We we like. I'm gonna. Uh, this is gonna have its own website. It's gonna be Churchgate 2020. <laughs> Churchgate. Can can Clint close the deal? <laughs> it's already done. The day I stepped on the on the He's, on site, it was over. He, he's gonna he's gonna end up like 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 buying them a car to get this deal. So, okay, hold on. This takes it. This also hold on. This is what makes sales fun, right? This challenge and the fact you can laugh your ass off after sales calls all the time. I mean, I've got a whole laundry list that'll just make me bust out laughing. Going, I was either the biggest dumbass or they were being the biggest jerk. I mean, this is the cool part about sales. It is a different story every time you go sit down. Yep. Guys, there's nothing not to love about this, even That's with the struggle. Yeah. Well, cool. So, Thanks, guys. I appreciate the uh, the rundown and the advice that I probably won't take because I'm me, but I love it. <laughs> not going to take any of it, but guys, uh, <laughs> tune in next week. We'll be back here talking about other sales stuff, trying to help everybody improve. If you know someone in sales who is struggling, please share this with them. If you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe, leave a comment. We read every one of them. If you're stuck on a deal yourself and you want to let us know about it, 
uh, tweet us, Facebook us, Instagram us at sales throwdown. We'll talk about it. We will be as detailed or as vague as you would like. Um, so tune in. We'll keep working at this stuff and we'll see everybody next week. Thanks a lot.